Hello and welcome to this podcast. This is Dr. Kenny Akins, the 3D woman. And in today's podcast, I'm going to be sharing on what I've titled Overcoming Financial Distress. I will really encourage you to try and listen to my other podcasts that talks about digging prosperity wells before you listen to this. But if you're listening to this right away, then it's fine. The reason is because you really need to know how to generate wealth in the first place. So you're welcome. In this podcast, I'll tell you what financial distress or challenges mean. I will tell you the types of financial distress you can be faced with. I'll tell you the causes and how to deal with them. But before then, I would like to read a couple of scriptures so that I can lay a foundation for for what I'm going to be talking about in this podcast. The first scripture is taken from the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 10, verse 19. The Bible says, A feast is made for laughter, and wine maketh merry, but money answereth all things. The second scripture is taken from the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 12 and I read for wisdom is a defense and money is also a defense but the excellency of knowledge is that wisdom giveth life to them that have it in other words wisdom the wisdom you have is a source of defense the money you have is also a source of defense however Someone who has wisdom is able to preserve the wealth that God has blessed him with. The third scripture I will share is from Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18. These are scriptures that are related to the financial prosperity and promises that God has in store for his children. Remember this podcast, have a foundation that is rooted in God because God is the source of life. Deuteronomy 8 verse 18, the Bible says, But thou shalt remember, so it says you you shouldn't forget, you will remember the Lord your God. Why? For it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which is swear unto thy fathers as it is this day. You will not forget, but remember that everything you have, the source of power, the source of wealth that you have, is given to you by God. The reason is because many people many times forget their source of wealth and sometimes they become careless finding themselves in one form of financial distress or the other. And lastly, Psalm 1, the Bible says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. It shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth its fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. So you see that the mind of God for each and every one of us is to be in health, is to be in wealth, is to prosper, is to be bringing forth fruit at every season of our life, that we will not wither, that we will not be stranded. So, um, I would like to get right into this podcast. So, financial distress, then, how does it come about? How, how do we find ourselves in one form of distress or the other? Financial distress occurs when you cannot generate sufficient revenue or income, making it difficult to meet up with your obligations when you cannot generate enough or sufficient revenue to meet up with your obligations. In my my podcast about um, digging prosperity wealth, you will understand one of the things that that podcast will do for you is the ability to be able to generate multiple streams of income, to be able to dig multiple wells, because the moment you can generate enough or sufficient revenue, then you have to start thinking of other streams of income to be able to meet up let me quickly mention a few causes you know some things that can cause financial distress number one is high standard of living high cost of living a lot of people 
um, bite more than they can chew. Another thing is over budgeting. You know, you don't match your income with your expenses. Another reason could be misappropriation of funds, um, mismanagement of funds. And um, I mean, in cases of some organizations, it could be as a result of fraud or debts that has been accrued over time, um, high operational costs, poor investment decisions um, that people t- make at some point in time, you know, run, making them take very high risk. I'm not saying you shouldn't take risk, but a lot of people take very high risk and they don't take calculated risk. So there's always a difference between taking a high risk and taking calculated risk. And some external forces, which could include the general economic conditions, global recession, and all of that, which you have control over, which you do not have control over. In some cases, we also have loss or reduced income, you know, maybe shortage of salary. or high income as a result of the fact that maybe your running ex, uh, your running cost is higher than what you're getting, causing the profit of the organization to reduce. Or maybe you are in a, you you have so much debt, and as you're collecting your salary, you're trying to pay off these debts. Sometimes unexpected expenses, you know. And um, I I always recommend Malachi chapter three. Uh, the Bible says here that um, the Lord will rebuke the devourer for your sake. Malachi three thirteen. So most times people who are um, uh, who do not default in paying their tithes, the Lord will always rebuke the devourer for their sakes. I enjoy a lot of that in my life. I don't have to. My TV doesn't get spoiled. My my gadgets in the house don't get spoiled. I don't need to have to spend even when um, my children are unwell or maybe if I'm not. Uh, feeling too okay it might just be as a result of routine checks and all of that so i mean so i i rarely spend on unexpected unexpected expenses because i'm a covenant giver sometimes like i said also mismanagement of funds these are all things that can cause um uh, you to i mean uh, find yourself in some form of financial distress or the other so how do you deal with financial distress or challenges the first thing I'll say is cut your coat according to your cloth. <laughs> That's a very interesting one, right? You cut your coat not according to your size, but according to your cloth, to your to your cloth. In other words, try and afford what you can at every point in time in your life. Learn to start small but grow from there. Let me show you a scripture that will blow your mind. In Job chapter 8 verse 7, the Bible says, Though thy beginning was small, yet thy latter end should greatly increase. Though your beginning is small, though you started small, all things being equal, precept upon precept, line upon line, taking your life path, time per season not i'm not saying you shouldn't um, try to desire the big things or good things of life but taking it a step at a time growing gradually all things should uh, should increase that's what the scripture is trying to say there though your beginning was small it's talking about where you started from your latter end should greatly increase all things being equal if you're a covenant child of god and you are practicing covenant principles and you are holding on to scriptures you are not biting more than you can chew you are not putting your hand in wrong investments you are not living above your means all things should greatly increase and how do you do that the concept of planning the concept of budgeting the concept of saving you know sometimes depriving yourself of some luxury some of these things will help you to stay focused as a human being as a person i encourage people to have a vision board what do you want to achieve at every quarter what are the what are the things that you have that you want to set aside for yourself where do you see yourself in the next six months what are the things you want to do what are you saving towards what are you planning towards i always tell people also please learn the the concept of saving You can't always have it all and spend it all. You just have to deprive yourself of some things. Don't forget you cut your coat according to your cloth. If you have to visit a friend's uh, party or anything and everybody's buying six yards, you can buy three yards. 
you know you won't say because you are a big size uh, a large size person oh i need to buy you can just buy two yards and make a top and wear your black uh, pants on it and trust me you can even look better than people who have bought six years never ever try to please others at the detriment of your future cut your coat according to your cloth not according to your size and please don't live above your means and the reason why i'm saying this is because money is a visitor sometimes it just decides to visit you and if you don't make plans of properly investing some part of that money the day that money leaves you might have nothing left over you need to learn to tie money down in investments in assets sometimes things that can help you to quickly convert into cash because you need a quick cash you must be able to be able to at least have something an asset you can sell you know that can give you immediate cash and in cases where you are already distressed financially as a result of some of the things i've initially mentioned a few things that i will tell you to do number one i mean communicate to your creditors and map out a structure of repayment i tell people once you already find this i remember a time like that in my life some about 10 11 years ago i was in heavy debt some of those debts were as a result of carelessness on my part you know wrong investments and all of that and i i I mean at some point i kept crying but i knew crying wouldn't solve it so i needed to sit down to map out each of those creditors what was i owing how could i pay back and i took my time holding on to scriptures trusting the lord you know for ways to pay up those debts i mean i wish i could tell you a few of some of those ways you could pay them some number one is cancellation of debts i have enjoyed that several by standing on the scriptures that god gave me you know uh and and some of those people forgave me my debts you know because i trusted god through it and i prayed about it and i really really not that i didn't pay part of it i paid part of it but after a while they forgave me the debt another person gave me time to pay that's talking about restructuring you can restructure your debt and please whatever promises you have made to your creditors ensure you keep to it what i tell people to do is to under promise but over perform so this is october and you know that you are you want to pay that person by november tell that person you will pay by december and by november 31st you have paid Another thing you can do, like I said earlier on, is to have what you can convert into cash. Do you have, have you tied money down? Can you sell that land if you can? Can you sell a share? a shared document or a shared certificate that you have do you have a gadget in the house you can sell off you know you know you have um, expensive wristwatch or something that you can sell off just to to ensure that you are you are gradually reducing your debt portfolio and all of that. another thing is also investments like i said you must learn to speak seek professional advice on people who are very good with invest who can help you to invest your money you know um or you can get a trusted or a disciplined investor who can help you to invest properly. Uh, lastly, what I want to talk about is please, 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 when you see that you're financially distressed, take action. Take action. Because doing nothing is not an option. Let me read a final scripture to you. This is a very interesting parable from the book of Luke chapter 16. For the purpose of time, I might not be able to read it, but it was a story of a manager the shrewd servant uh, who misappropriated his, the funds of his master and he was asked to give account of his stewardship and then the master came and asked him and this man had threatened to take his job from him look at what the man said in matthew 16 3 then the steward said within himself what shall i do can you say that what shall i do for my lord my lord taketh away from me the stewardship i cannot dig to beg i am ashamed I am resolved what to do that I, when I am put out of the stewardship, they may receive into their houses. So you know what this man did? He called all his um, his lost debtors, and he asked the first one, "How much are you owing him?" He said ten thousand. He said, "Change your bill to five thousand." He called another person, "How much are you owing my lord?" He said, "I'm owing your lord hundred thousand." He said, "Change it to thirty thousand." Why? And the Bible says the Lord commended the unjust steward for a long time. I used to think, "Oh, is Jesus now saying we should be shrewd?" Now, why did he commend that man? He commended him because that man needed to get himself out of death and the ability to think through rather than sit down and do nothing. 
Are you with me? He said, what shall I do? I am resolved what to do. Whatever you need to do positively to get yourself out of debt, please, please, please get yourself out of it. And I know that God is able to bring you back to your productivity. Thank you. Hello and welcome to this podcast. This is Dr. Kenny Akins, the 3D woman. And in today's podcast, I'm going to be sharing on what I've titled Overcoming Financial Distress. I will really encourage you to try and listen to my other podcasts that talks about digging prosperity wells before you listen to this. But if you're listening to this right away, then it's fine. The reason is because you really need to know how to generate wealth in the first place. So you're welcome. In this podcast, I'll tell you what financial distress or challenges mean. I will tell you the types of financial distress you can be faced with. I'll tell you the causes and how to deal with them. But before then, I would like to read a couple of scriptures so that I can lay a foundation for what I'm going to be talking about in this podcast. The first scripture is taken from the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 10, verse 19. The Bible says, A feast is made for laughter, and wine maketh merry, but money answereth all things. The second scripture is taken from the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 7, verse 12. And I read, For wisdom is a defense, and money is also a defense. But the excellency of knowledge is that wisdom giveth life to them that have it. In other words, wisdom, the wisdom you have is a source of defense. The money you have is also a source of defense. However, someone who has wisdom is able to preserve the wealth that God has blessed him with. The third scripture I will share is from Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18. These are scriptures that are related to the financial prosperity and promises that God has in store for his children. Remember this podcast, have a foundation that is rooted in God because God is the source of life. Deuteronomy 8, verse 18, the Bible says, But thou shalt remember... So he's saying you you shouldn't forget. You will remember the Lord your God. Why? For it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swear unto thy fathers as it is this day. You will not forget, but remember that everything you have, the source of power, the source of wealth that you have is given to you by God. The reason is because many people, many times forget their source of wealth and sometimes they become careless finding themselves in one form of financial distress or the other and lastly psalm 1 the bible says blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly nor standeth in the way of sinners nor sitteth in the seat of the scoffer but his delight is in the law of the lord and in his law doth he meditate day and night he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. So you see that the mind of God for each and every one of us is to be in health, is to be in wealth, is to prosper, is to be bringing forth fruit at every season of our life, that we will not wither, that we will not be stranded. So um, I would like to get right into this podcast. So financial distress, then, how does it come about? How how do we find ourselves in one form of distress or the other? Financial distress occurs when you cannot generate sufficient revenue or income, making it difficult to meet up with your obligations. When you cannot generate enough or sufficient revenue to meet up with your obligations. In my, postca- in my podcast about um, digging prosperity wealth, 
you will understand one of the things that that podcast will do for you is the ability to be able to generate multiple streams of income to be able to dig multiple wells because the moment you can generate enough or sufficient revenue then you have to start thinking of other streams of income to be able to meet up let me quickly mention a few causes you know some things that can cause financial distress number one is high standard of living high cost of living a lot of people um, bite more than they can chew another thing is over budgeting you know you don't match your income with your expenses another reason could be misappropriation of funds um, mismanagement of funds and um, I mean in cases of some organizations it could be as a result of fraud or debts that has been accrued over time um, high operational costs poor investment decisions um, that people t- make at some point in time you know running making them take very high risk i'm not saying you shouldn't take risk but a lot of people take very high risk and they don't take calculated risk so there's always a difference between taking a high risk and taking calculated risk and some external forces which could include the general economic conditions global recession and all of that which you have control over, uh, which you do not have control over in some cases we also have loss or reduced income you know maybe shortage of salary um, or high income as a result of the fact that maybe your running exp- uh, your running cost is higher than what you're getting causing the profit of the organization to reduce or maybe you're in a, you you have so much debt and as you're collecting your salary you're trying to pay off these debts sometimes unexpected expenses you know and um, I, I always recommend Malachi chapter 3 uh, the Bible says here that um, the Lord will rebuke the devourer for your sake. Malachi three thirteen. So most times people who are um, uh, who do not default in paying their tithes, the Lord will always rebuke the devourer for their sakes. I enjoy a lot of that in my life. I don't have to. My TV doesn't get spoiled. My my gadgets in the house don't get spoiled. I don't need to have to spend even when um, my children are unwell. Or maybe if I'm not. Uh, feeling too okay it might just be as a result of routine checks and all of that so i mean so i i rarely spend on unexpected unexpected expenses because i'm a covenant giver sometimes like i said also mismanagement of funds these are all things that can cause um uh, you to i mean uh, find yourself in some form of financial distress or the other so how do you deal with financial distress or challenges the first thing I'll say is cut your coat according to your cloth. <laughs> That's a very interesting one, right? You cut your coat not according to your size, but according to your cloth, to your to your cloth. In other words, try and afford what you can at every point in time in your life. Learn to start small but grow from there. Let me show you a scripture that will blow your mind. In Job chapter 8 verse 7, the Bible says, Though thy beginning was small, yet thy latter end should greatly increase. Though your beginning is small, though you started small, all things being equal, precept upon precept, line upon line, taking your life path, time per season not i'm not saying you shouldn't um, try to desire the big things or good things of life but taking it a step at a time growing gradually all things should uh, should increase that's what the scripture is trying to say there though your beginning was small it's talking about where you started from your latter end should greatly increase all things being equal if you're a covenant child of god and you are practicing covenant principles and you are holding on to scriptures you are not biting more than you can chew you are not putting your hand in wrong investments you are not living above your means all things should greatly increase and how do you do that the concept of planning the concept of budgeting the concept of saving you know sometimes depriving yourself of some luxury some of these things will help you to stay focused 
as a human being as a person i encourage people to have a vision board what do you want to achieve at every quarter what are the what are the things that you have that you want to set aside for yourself where do you see yourself in the next six months what are the things you want to do what are you saving towards what are you planning towards i always tell people also please learn the, the concept of saving you can't always have it all and spend it all you just have to deprive yourself of some things don't forget you cut your coat according to your cloth if you have to visit a friend's uh, a party or anything and everybody's buying six yards, you can buy three yards. You know, you won't say because you are a big size, uh, a large size person, oh, I need to buy six. You can just buy two yards and make it top and wear your black uh, pants on it. And trust me, you can even look better than people who have bought six yards. Never ever try to please others at the detriment of your future. Cut your coat according to your cloth, not according to your size. And please don't live above your means. And the reason why I'm saying this is because money is a visitor. Sometimes it just decides to visit you. And if you don't make plans of properly investing some part of that money, the day that money leaves, you might have nothing left over. You need to learn to tie money down in investments, in assets. Sometimes things that can help you to quickly convert into cash. Because you need a quick cash, you must be able to be able to at least have something, an asset you can sell, you know, that can give you immediate cash. And in cases where you are already distressed financially as a result of some of the things I've initially mentioned, a few things that I will tell you to do. Number one, I mean, communicate to your creditors and map out a structure of repayment. I tell people, once you already find this, I remember a time like that in my life some about 10, 11 years ago, I was in heavy debt. Some of those debts were as a result of carelessness on my part, you know, wrong investments and all of that. And I, I, I mean, at some point I kept crying, but I knew crying wouldn't solve it. So I needed to sit down to map out each of those creditors. What was I owing? How could I pay back? And I took my time holding on to scriptures, trusting the Lord, you know, for ways to pay up those debts. I mean, I wish I could tell you a few of some of those ways you could pay them. Some Number one is cancellation of debts. I have enjoyed that several and by standing on the scriptures that God gave me, you know, uh, and, and some of those people forgave me my debts, you know, because I trusted God through it and I prayed about it and I really, really, not that I didn't pay part of it, I paid part of it, but after a while, they forgave me the debt. Another person gave me time to pay. That's talking about restructuring. You can restructure your debt and please, whatever promises you have made to your creditors, ensure you keep to it. What I tell people to do is to under promise but over perform. So this is October and you know that you, are, you want to pay that person by November. Tell that person you will pay by December and by November 31st, you have paid. Another thing you can do, like I said earlier on, is to have what you can convert into cash. Do you have, have you tied money down? Can you sell that land if you can? Can you sell a share? a shared document or a shared certificate that you have do you have a gadget in the house you can sell off you know you know you have um, expensive wristwatch or something that you can sell off just to to ensure that you are you are gradually reducing your debt portfolio and all of that. another thing is also investments like i said you must learn to speak seek professional advice on people who are very good with invest who can help you to invest your money you know um or you can get a trusted or a disciplined investor who can help you to invest properly. And lastly, what I want to talk about is please, 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 when you see that you're financially distressed, take action. Take action. Because doing nothing is not an option. Let me read a final scripture to you. This is a very interesting parable from the book of Luke chapter 16. For the purpose of time, I might not be able to read it, but it was a story of a manager the shrewd servant uh, who misappropriated his, the funds of his master and he was asked to give account of his stewardship and then the master came and asked him and this man had threatened to take his job from him look at what the man said in matthew 16 3 then the steward said within himself what shall i do can you say that what shall i do for my lord my lord taketh away from me the stewardship i cannot dig to beg i am ashamed I am resolved what to do that I, when I am put out of the stewardship, they may receive into their houses. So you know what this man did? He called all his um, his lost debtors 
and he asked the first one how much are you owing him he said ten thousand he said change your bill to five thousand he called another person how much are you owing my lord he said i'm owing your lord hundred thousand he said change it to thirty thousand why and the bible says the lord commended the unjust steward for a long time i used to think oh is jesus now saying we should be shrewd now why did he commend that man he commended him because that man needed to get himself out of death and the ability to think through rather than sit down and do nothing. Are you with me? He said, what shall I do? I am resolved what to do. Whatever you need to do positively to get yourself out of death, please, please, please get yourself out of it. And I know that God is able to bring you back to your productivity. Thank you. Welcome to this podcast. This is Dr. Kenny Akins, the 3D woman. And in today's podcast, I'm going to be sharing on what I've titled Overcoming Financial Distress. I will really encourage you to try and listen to my other podcasts that talks about digging prosperity wells before you listen to this. But if you're listening to this right away, then it's fine. The reason is because you really need to know how to generate wealth in the first place. So you're welcome. In this podcast, I'll tell you what financial distress or challenges mean. I will tell you the types of financial distress you can be faced with. I'll tell you the causes and how to deal with them. But before then, I would like to read a couple of scriptures so that I can lay a foundation for what for what I'm going to be talking about in this podcast. The first scripture is taken from the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 19. The Bible says a feast is made for laughter and wine maketh merry but money answereth all things. The second scripture is taken from the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 12 and I read For wisdom is a defense, and money is also a defense. But the excellency of knowledge is that wisdom giveth life to them that have it. In other words, wisdom, the wisdom you have is a source of defense. The money you have is also a source of defense. However, someone who has wisdom is able to preserve the wealth that God has blessed him with. The third scripture I will share is from Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18. These are scriptures that are related to the financial prosperity and promises that God has in store for his children. Remember this podcast, have a foundation that is rooted in God because God is the source of life. Deuteronomy 8, verse 18, the Bible says, But thou shalt remember... So he's saying you shouldn't forget. You will remember the Lord your God. Why? For it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which is swear unto thy fathers as it is this day. You will not forget, but remember that everything you have, the source of power, the source of wealth that you have is given to you by God. The reason is because many people, many times forget their source of wealth and sometimes they become careless finding themselves in one form of financial distress or the other and lastly psalm 1 the bible says blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly nor standeth in the way of sinners nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful but his delight is in the law of the lord and in his law doth he meditate day and night he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. So you see that the mind of God for each and every one of us is to be in health, is to be in wealth, is to prosper, is to be bringing forth fruit at every season of our life, that we will not wither, that we will not be stranded. So um, I would like to get right into this podcast. So financial distress, then how does it come about? How how do we find ourselves in one form of distress 
or the other. Financial distress occurs when you cannot generate sufficient revenue or income, making it difficult to meet up with your obligations. When you cannot generate enough or sufficient revenue to meet up with your obligations. In my my podcast about um, digging prosperity wealth, you will understand one of the things that that podcast will do for you is the ability to be able to generate multiple streams of income, to be able to dig multiple wells. Because the moment you can generate enough or sufficient revenue, then you have to start thinking of other streams of income to be able to meet up. Let me quickly mention a few causes, you know, some things that can cause financial distress. Number one is high standard of living, high cost of living. A lot of people um bite more than they can chew another thing is over budgeting you know you don't match your income with your expenses another reason could be misappropriation of funds um mismanagement of funds and um i mean in cases of some organizations it could be as a result of fraud or debts that has been accrued over time um, high operational costs poor investment decisions um, that people t- make at some point in time you know running making them take very high risk i'm not saying you don't take risk but a lot of people take very high risk and they don't take calculated risk so there's always a difference between taking a high risk and taking calculated risk and some external forces which could include the general economic conditions global recession and all of that which you have control over, uh, which you do not have control over in some cases we also have loss or reduced income you know maybe shortage of salary um, or high income as a result of the fact that maybe your running exp- uh, your running cost is higher than what you're getting causing the profit of the organization to reduce or maybe you're in it you you have so much debt and as you're collecting your salary you're trying to pay off these debts sometimes unexpected expenses you know and um, I, I always recommend Malachi chapter 3 Uh, The Bible says here that um, the Lord will rebuke the devourer for your sake. Malachi 3.13. So most times people who uh, uh, who do not default in paying their tithe, the Lord will always rebuke the devourer for their sakes. I enjoy a lot of that in my life. I don't have to, my TV doesn't get spoiled, my my gadgets in the house don't get spoiled. I don't need to have to spend, even when um, my children are unwell, or maybe if I'm not uh, feeling too okay, it might just be as a result of routine checks and all of that. So, I mean, so I I rarely spend on unexpected expenses because I'm a covenant giver. Sometimes, like I said, also mismanagement of funds. These are all things that can cause um, uh, you to, I mean, uh, find yourself in some form of financial distress or the other. So how do you deal with financial distress or challenges? The first thing I'll say is cut your coat according to your cloth. <laughs> That's a very interesting one, right? You cut your coat not according to your size, but according to your cloth, to your to your cloth. In other words, try and afford what you can at every point in time in your life. Learn to start small but grow from there. Let me show you a scripture that will blow your mind. In Job chapter 8 verse 7, the Bible says, Though thy beginning was small, yet thy latter end should greatly increase. Though your beginning is small, though you started small, all things being equal, precept upon precept, line upon line, taking your life path, time per season not i'm not saying you shouldn't um, try to desire the big things or good things of life but taking it a step at a time growing gradually all things should uh, should increase that's what the scripture is trying to say there though your beginning was small it's talking about where you started from your latter end should greatly increase all things being equal if you're a covenant child of god and you are practicing covenant principles and you are holding on to scriptures you are not biting more than you can chew you are not putting your hand in wrong investments you are not living above your means all things should greatly increase and how do you do that the concept of planning 
the concept of budgeting, the concept of saving, you know, sometimes depriving yourself of some luxury. Some of these things will help you to stay focused. As a human being, as a person, I encourage people to have a vision board. What do you want to achieve at every quarter? What are the what are the things that you have that you want to set aside for yourself? Where do you see yourself in the next six months? What are the things you want to do? What are you saving towards? What are you planning towards? I always tell people also, please learn the, the concept of saving. You can't always have it all and spend it all. You just have to deprive yourself of some things. Don't forget you cut your coat according to your cloth. If you have to visit a friend's uh, a party or anything and everybody is buying six yards, you can buy three yards. You know, you won't say because you are a big size, uh, a large size person, oh, I need to buy six. You can just buy two yards and make a top and wear your black uh, pants on it. And trust me, you can even look better than people who have bought six yards. Never ever try to please others at the detriment of your future. Cut your coat according to your cloth, not according to your size. And please don't live above your means. And the reason why I'm saying this is because money is a visitor. Sometimes it just decides to visit you. And if you don't make plans of properly investing some part of that money, the day that money leaves, you might have nothing left over. You need to learn to tie money down in investments, in assets, sometimes things that can help you to quickly convert into cash. Because you need a quick cash, you must be able to be able to at least have something, an asset you can sell, you know, that can give you immediate cash. And in cases where you are already distressed financially as a result of some of the things I've initially mentioned, a few things that I will tell you to do. Number one, I mean, communicate to your creditors and map out a structure of repayment. I tell people, once you already find this, I remember a time like that in my life from about 10, 11 years ago, I was in heavy debt. Some of those debts were as a result of carelessness on my part, you know, wrong investments and all of that. And I, I, I mean, at some point I kept crying, but I knew crying wouldn't solve it. So I needed to sit down to map out each of those creditors. What was I owing? How could I pay back? And I took my time holding on to scriptures, trusting the Lord, you know, for ways to pay up those debts. I mean, I wish I could tell you a few of some of those ways you could pay them. Some Number one is cancellation of debts. I have enjoyed that several and by standing on the scriptures that God gave me, you know, uh, and, and some of those people forgave me my debts, you know, because I trusted God through it and I prayed about it and I really, really, not that I didn't pay part of it, I paid part of it, but after a while, they forgave me the debt. Another person gave me time to pay. That's talking about restructuring. You can restructure your debt and please, whatever promises you have made to your creditors, ensure you keep to it. What I tell people to do is to under-promise but over-perform. So this is October and you know that you are you want to pay that person by November. Tell that person you will pay by December and by November 31st you have paid. Another thing you can do, like I said earlier on, is to have what you can convert into cash. Do you have, have you tied money down? Can you sell that land if you can? Can you sell a share? a shared document or a shared certificate that you have do you have a gadget in the house you can sell off you know you know you have um, expensive wristwatch or something that you can sell off just to to ensure that you are you are gradually reducing your debt portfolio and all of that. another thing is also investments like i said you must learn to speak seek professional advice on people who are very good with invest who can help you to invest your money you know um or you can get a trusted or a disciplined investor who can help you to invest properly. And lastly, what I want to talk about is please, 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 when you see that you're financially distressed, take action. Take action. Because doing nothing is not an option. Let me read a final scripture to you. This is a very interesting parable from the book of Luke chapter 16. For the purpose of time, I might not be able to read it, but it was a story of a manager the shrewd servant uh, who misappropriated his, the funds of his master and he was asked to give account of his stewardship. And then the master came and asked him. And this man had threatened to take his job from him. Look at what the man said in Matthew 16.3. Then the steward said within himself, What shall I do? Can you say that? What shall I do? For my Lord, my Lord taketh away from me the stewardship. 
I cannot dig to beg, I am ashamed. I am resolved what to do, that I, when I am put out of the stewardship, they may receive into their houses. So you know what this man did? He called all his, um, his lost debtors. And he asked the first one, how much are you owing him? He said 10,000. He said, change your bill to 5,000. He called another person, how much are you owing my Lord? He said, I'm owing your Lord 100,000. He said, change it to 30,000. Why? And the Bible says, the Lord commended the unjust steward for a long time. I used to think, oh, is Jesus now saying we should be shrewd? Now, why did he commend that man? He commended him because that man needed to get himself out of death and the ability to think through rather than sit down and do nothing are you with me he said what shall i do i am resolved what to do whatever you need to do positively to get yourself out of debt please 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 get yourself out of it and i know that god is able to bring you back to your productivity thank you Welcome to this podcast. This is Dr. Kenny Akins, the 3D woman. And in today's podcast, I'm going to be sharing on what I've titled Overcoming Financial Distress. I will really encourage you to try and listen to my other podcasts that talks about digging prosperity wells before you listen to this. But if you're listening to this right away, then it's fine. The reason is because you really need to know how to generate wealth in the first place. So you're welcome. In this podcast, I'll tell you what financial distress or challenges mean. I will tell you the types of financial distress you can be faced with. I'll tell you the causes and how to deal with them. But before then, I would like to read a couple of scriptures so that I can lay a foundation for what for what I'm going to be talking about in this podcast. The first scripture is taken from the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 10, verse 19. The Bible says, A feast is made for laughter, and wine maketh merry, but money answereth all things. The second scripture is taken from the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 7, verse 12. And I read, For wisdom is a defense, and money is also a defense. But the excellency of knowledge is that wisdom giveth life to them that have it. In other words, wisdom, the wisdom you have is a source of defense. The money you have is also a source of defense. However, someone who has wisdom is able to preserve the wealth that God has blessed him with. The third scripture I will share is from Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18. These are scriptures that are related to the financial prosperity and promises that God has in store for his children. Remember this podcast, have a foundation that is rooted in God because God is the source of life. Deuteronomy 8, verse 18, the Bible says, But thou shalt remember... So he's saying you shouldn't forget. You will remember the Lord your God. Why? For it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which is swear unto thy fathers as it is this day. You will not forget, but remember that everything you have, the source of power, the source of wealth that you have is given to you by God. The reason is because many people, many times forget their source of wealth and sometimes they become careless finding themselves in one form of financial distress or the other and lastly someone the bible says blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly nor standeth in the way of sinners nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful but his delight is in the law of the lord and in his law doth he meditate day and night he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. So you see that the mind of God for each and every one of us is to be in health, is to be in wealth, is to prosper, is to be bringing forth fruit at every season of our life, that we will not wither, that we will not be stranded. 
So uh, I'd like to get right into this podcast. So financial distress, then how does it come about? How, how do we find ourselves in one form of distress or the other? Financial distress occurs when you cannot generate sufficient revenue or income, making it difficult to meet up with your obligations. When you cannot generate enough or sufficient revenue to meet up with your obligations. In my, postca- in my podcast about um, digging prosperity wealth, you will understand one of the things that that podcast will do for you is the ability to be able to generate multiple streams of income, to be able to dig multiple wells. Because the moment you can generate enough or sufficient revenue, then you have to start thinking of other streams of income to be able to meet up. Let me quickly mention a few causes, you know, some things that can cause financial distress number one is high standard of living high cost of living a lot of people um, bite more than they can chew another thing is over budgeting you know you don't match your income with your expenses another reason could be misappropriation of funds um, mismanagement of funds and um, I mean in cases of some organizations, it could be as a result of fraud or debts that has been accrued over time, um, high operational costs, poor investment decisions um, that people t- make at some point in time, you know, run, making them take very high risk. I'm not saying you shouldn't take risk, but a lot of people take very high risk and they don't take calculated risk. So there's always a difference between taking a high risk and taking calculated risk. And some external forces, which could include the general economic conditions, global recession, and all of that, which you have control over, uh, which you do not have control over. In some cases, we also have loss or reduced income, you know, maybe shortage of salary. Um, or high income as a result of the fact that maybe your running exp- uh, your running cost is higher than what you're getting, causing the profit of the organization to reduce. Or maybe you are in a, you you have so much debt, and as you're collecting your salary, you're trying to pay off these debts. Sometimes unexpected expenses, you know. And um, I I always recommend Malachi chapter three. Uh, the Bible says here that um, the Lord will rebuke the devourer for your sake. Malachi 3.13. So most times people who are uh, uh, who do not default in paying their tithes, the Lord will always rebuke the devourer for their sakes. I enjoy a lot of that in my life. I don't have to. My TV doesn't get spoiled. My, my gadgets in the house don't get spoiled. I don't need to have to spend. Even when um, my children are unwell, maybe if I'm not uh, feeling too okay it might just be as a result of routine checks and all of that so i mean so i i rarely spend on unexpected unexpected expenses because i'm a covenant giver sometimes like i said also mismanagement of funds these are all things that can cause um uh, you to i mean uh, find yourself in some form of financial distress or the other so how do you deal with financial distress or challenges the first thing I'll say is cut your coat according to your cloth. <laughs> That's a very interesting one, right? You cut your coat not according to your size, but according to your cloth, to your to your cloth. In other words, try and afford what you can at every point in time in your life. Learn to start small but grow from there. Let me show you a scripture that will blow your mind. In Job chapter 8 verse 7, the Bible says, Though thy beginning was small, yet thy latter end should greatly increase. Though your beginning is small, though you started small, all things being equal, precept upon precept, line upon line, taking your life path, time per season not i'm not saying you shouldn't um, try to desire the big things or good things of life but taking it a step at a time growing gradually all things should uh, should increase that's what the scripture is trying to say there though your beginning was small it's talking about where you started from your latter end should greatly increase 
all things being equal. If you're a covenant child of God and you are practicing covenant principles and you are holding on to scriptures, you are not biting more than you can chew, you are not putting your hand in wrong investments, you are not living above your means, all things should greatly increase. And how do you do that? The concept of planning, the concept of budgeting, the concept of saving, you know, sometimes depriving yourself of some luxury. Some of these things will help you to stay focused. As a human being, as a person, I encourage people to have a vision board. What do you want to achieve at every quarter? What are the what are the things that you have that you want to set aside for yourself? Where do you see yourself in the next six months? What are the things you want to do? What are you saving towards? What are you planning towards? I always tell people also, please learn the, the concept of saving. You can't always have it all and spend it all. You just have to deprive yourself of some things. Don't forget you cut your coat according to your cloth. If you have to visit a friend's uh, a party or anything and everybody is buying six yards, you can buy three yards. You know, you won't say because you are a big size, uh, a large size person, oh, I need to buy six. You can just buy two yards and make a top and wear your black uh, pants on it. And trust me, you can even look better than people who have bought six years. Never ever try to please others at the detriment of your future. Cut your coat according to your cloth, not according to your size. And please don't live above your means. And the reason why I'm saying this is because money is a visitor. Sometimes it just decides to visit you. And if you don't make plans of properly investing some part of that money, the day that money leaves, you might have nothing left over. You need to learn to tie money down in investments, in assets, sometimes things that can help you to quickly convert into cash. Because you need a quick cash, you must be able to be able to at least have something, an asset you can sell, you know, that can give you immediate cash. And in cases where you are already distressed financially as a result of some of the things I've initially mentioned, a few things that I will tell you to do. Number one, I mean, communicate to your creditors and map out a structure of repayment. I tell people, once you already find this, I remember a time like that in my life from about 10, 11 years ago, I was in heavy debt. Some of those debts were as a result of carelessness on my part, you know, wrong investments and all of that. And I, I, I mean, at some point I kept crying, but I knew crying wouldn't solve it. So I needed to sit down to map out each of those creditors. What was I owing? How could I pay back? And I took my time holding on to scriptures trusting the lord you know for ways to pay up those debts i mean i wish i could tell you a few of some of those ways you could pay them some number one is cancellation of debts i have enjoyed that several by standing on the scriptures that god gave me you know uh and and some of those people forgave me my debts you know because i trusted god through it and i prayed about it and i really really not that i didn't pay part of it i paid part of it but after a while they forgave me the debt another person gave me time to pay that's talking about restructuring you can restructure your debt and please whatever promises you have made to your creditors ensure you keep to it what i tell people to do is to under promise but over perform so this is october and you know that you are you want to pay that person by november tell that person you will pay by december and by november 31st you have paid Another thing you can do, like I said earlier on, is to have what you can convert into cash. Do you have, have you tied money down? Can you sell that land if you can? Can you sell a share? a shared document or a shared certificate that you have do you have a gadget in the house you can sell off you know you know you have um, expensive wristwatch or something that you can sell off just to, to ensure that you are you are gradually reducing your debt portfolio and all of another thing is also investments like i said you must learn to speak seek professional advice on people who are very good with invest who can help you to invest your money you know um or you can get a trusted or a disciplined investor who can help you to invest properly. Uh, lastly, what I want to talk about is please, 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 when you see that you're financially distressed, take action. Take action. Because doing nothing is not an option. Let me read a final scripture to you. This is a very interesting parable from the book of Luke chapter 16. For the purpose of time, and I might not be able to read it, but it was a story of a manager the shrewd servant 
uh, who misappropriated his, the funds of his master and he was asked to give account of his stewardship and then the master came and asked him and this man had threatened to take his job from him look at what the man said in matthew 16 3 then the steward said within himself what shall i do can you say that what shall i do for my lord my lord taketh away from me the stewardship i cannot dig to beg i am ashamed i am resolved what to do that I, when i am put out of the stewardship they may receive into their houses so you know what this man did he called all his um his lord's debtors and he asked the first one, how much are you owing him? He said 10,000. He said, change your bill to 5,000. He called another person, how much are you owing my Lord? He said, I'm owing your Lord 100,000. He said, change it to 30,000. Why? And the Bible says, the Lord commended the unjust steward for a long time. I used to think, oh, is Jesus now saying we should be shrewd? Now, why did he commend that man? He commended him because that man needed to get himself out of death and the ability to think through rather than sit down and do nothing. Nothing. Are you with me? He said, what shall I do? I am resolved what to do. Whatever you need to do positively to get yourself out of debt, please, please, please get yourself out of it. And I know that God is able to bring you back to your productivity. Thank you. Thank you.